0: it's time for sales with sully your host scott sullivan brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you the sales professional addressing your questions from twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals this is a weekly show that happens right here on inspirednewsradio.com and now your host scott sullivan welcome to sales with sully hi i'm scott sullivan your host It's another week of tips and tricks and procedures and everything that goes around, that comes around, that helps to make you a better sales professional. My 30 years of experience I bring to this weekly show so that every single week I can be a resource for you and help you be better at being a sales professional. If most of you have been listening over this last seven weeks, we have been doing a series that we've been calling March to SPI or March to Anaheim. The reason why we're doing that, as most of you know, I come from the solar industry, and we have our national trade show coming up in Anaheim at the end of September, and we're uh, calling it the March to SPI because the name of the trade show is the Solar Power International Trade Show. So, where are we today? In this next to last episode, we are actually at the show. I'm going to just do a brief recap. We've talked about planning starting very early on in the planning process at the end of the show 2017 actually picking the booth and getting everything organized and we're taking the tact on this show to talk about that we are exhibiting and what are the costs and the things that we're doing from an ROI standpoint. So we've been working with our marketing department for the last 12 weeks. We've done all the training. We've got our sales uh, team all organized and ready to go. We are at the final time. We've got on the airplane or we've gotten our car and we've actually driven to the venue. So this is the day before the show begins and we are in the city where the show is gonna be. All of the final preparation has been made. The team is there setting up the trade show booth Everything is just looking swimmingly. It's going along better than you ever planned or you ever thought of because of all the planning and everything that you did. Here's what I want to talk about now. You're in the city with the trade show. It's the day before or the night before. What is it that you need to be doing? My recommendation for this is that you should have a, or that you should have a complete sales team meeting, but you should have a complete sales and marketing team meeting the night before. Everybody should be arriving the night before, if at all possible, even those that aren't going to have booth duty till later in the week. You should be reviewing, do you have any speakers that are going to be talking at the conference? Have you, are you being a thought leader? Who's gonna be attending? Who's gonna be working in the back of the room while your CEO, CTO, or whomever you have is up on the panel speaking? Is that person going to make sure that they call them out saying, my colleague, uh, Jill, is in the back of the room. Make sure you see her if you have any questions or or wanna make any comments or would like to get a hold of me, that type of thing. So you have a review of what events are going to be happening and who's gonna be attending them. Bob, you're gonna go over there and you're gonna make sure you go to this conference and Jill, you're gonna go to that one and Sally, you're gonna go to this one. Make sure that all that coverage is done and then when you do attend, make sure that you take copious notes, write a quick executive summary of what it was all about and make sure that it gets put into the show folder along with your marketing department. So that's part of the ROI that you're gleaning from attending at the trade show. The next thing is you're going to put the schedule together so everybody knows the schedule. Every every morning for the next three days, we're gonna be meeting at this location for our breakfast gathering, get together, have a cup of coffee, get a little food and some protein in our bodies, and get ready for the day. This day is gonna be a white shirt, this day is gonna be a black shirt, this day is gonna be a blue shirt. Whatever it happens to be, whatever your uniform is, that way you have that organized and everything put together. You verify that everybody has their business cards, you have plenty of cards, they're already printed, they're waiting at the booth because they were shipped, you had extra cards printed, so they're shipped with the booth and they're all sitting there waiting and putting, getting them put out onto a rack so that you have your greeter in place. Everything's ready to go. You're just reviewing the plan to make sure that everybody knows when they're scheduled. Then that's where you lay out the rules. Here are the rules. Uh, you You can modify this however you want. This is just what I have found over the years to make absolutely sure that everything goes swimmingly at the show. Make sure that every single person, whether they're sales, marketing, whomever, make sure they get a break. Put them in 15, 20, 30, 50 minute slots where they are working the trade show floor. Give them a break and make sure they take it. Take the break. You don't want people to be tired. They're already going to be tired because it's going to be a long week and it's going to be hard. But you don't want them, what you don't want is you don't want them sitting in the back of the booth looking at their phone while people are walking by going, oh man, that guy's I can't believe that 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 that, that company, you know, nobody's even up there on their feet to greet me. If you're gonna take a break, leave the booth. If you're gonna eat, leave the booth. Other than taking a sip of water or a cup of coffee, make sure that you police your area. Don't leave uh, coffees and sodas and everything else laying around. Make sure that it gets picked up and, put and thrown away and all those other parts and pieces. But you will not be eating in the booth. Don't bring your briefcase unless there's an actual place to store it. Make sure that you bring just what you need and that everything else is secure make sure that you don't put anything in the back of the booth where there may be an opportunity for it to get stolen. We had one incident where even the CEO had his briefcase stolen because we backed up against a wall and we filled up the back behind the booth and somebody just walked along and took all the briefcases and if your computer and all of your other parts and pieces are in your briefcase, they disappear. So make sure that you are following the rules. If you are scheduled for booth duty, you still have to come to the meeting at eight o'clock in the morning, even if you don't have to show up for booth duty till two o'clock. And don't show up early and try and just, you know, hang out, right? There's a limited number of space, amount of space at the booth. So make sure that you show up when you're scheduled and be ready to go, be high energy, speak to everyone, never put your back to the Uh, aisle or to the audience as they walk by unless you're in a conversation then also this is the time at this uh, dinner meeting or at this meeting before the show to review the sorting process and I would actually print it out and hang it up on the wall or print it out and put it up or put it up on a, a screen so everybody can see it what is it we're looking for what is our ideal customer type what are we sorting through why are we here what is the reason that we're here the reason is not just to get a massive amount of business cards although that's great but if they're not the right people no amount of marketing will get them to buy your product if it doesn't fit their needs so let's make sure we understand the sorting questions what are they uh if you're looking for it's so if you're in the solar business and you're looking for installers the quest first question should be is oh hi joe because they have a badge on hi joe i'm scott i'm with abc company are you a installer at whatever town because they probably have the name of the city or the town that they're from oh i know that town that's uh we did a great project down there at you know, next to Frank's market, you know, that, that type of thing, anything that you can to break the ice with the person, then ask the first qualifying question. Are you an installer in that town? No, we're uh, a vendor. You know, we, we actually are are an office supply house and, you know, we're just trying, we're here just trying to, you know, find out who needs office supplies. Okay. Well, that's not your ideal client. Sort them and move them along. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure that everybody understands the sorting process because trade shows are infamous for a variety of different things. The other thing that you need to do is make sure that you have a lead generation system. What is that? Do you have a lead form? Are you stapling a business card to a form? Is that That's an analog system. Are you scanning the badge and putting notes in there? Are you taking a business card and making notes and putting it into a... Uh, file folder that has information on it are you using a video sales letter all the parts and pieces what are the tactics let's get right down to the tactical nitty-gritty of what's going to happen at the booth who's going to be the primary meet and greet you have 35 40 50 meetings set up who's going to meet and greet those people get them a glass of water whatever needs to do get them and keep the Uh, Conference room flowing with the right people. Making sure that the table that you have set up on the outside is being utilized the correct way. Make sure the table is clean. Have your cleaning products available. In between meetings, maybe you need to spruce it up just a little bit. Those types of things. Make sure that you keep the booth clean and make sure that everybody is looking sharp and we are all, everybody can look at our booth and go, those folks belong there. They're all logoed, they're all wearing the same suit or tie or color or whatever it happens to be. Whatever your marketing department has worked up on a branding, hopefully sales has had input into it, but that's the process that you're working on. So now you're actually at the show, it's your trade show booth duty, you're there. What are you? You're high energy, you're standing, you're always standing, you're facing the the aisle or where the crowds are coming from. You've got a big smile on your face, you're sticking out your hand, you're shaking hands. You're engaging with people. You're dragging them into the booth with your personality. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm glad you stopped by. Would tell us a little bit about what you do. Oh, Joe. Hey, I see that you're from this town I know, or you're from this company I know, or oh, I know a guy over there. Do you know Frank over there works in the, you know, procurement? Oh, sure, I know Frank. You know, whatever it happens to be, you're building instant rapport. Keep that personality on overdrive. Big smile lots of energy, and make sure that people are attracted to come into the booth. Don't get into sales mode. This is, remember, we're not selling, we're sorting. If you give somebody some information, make sure that at the end of each little piece of information you're asking a closing question so uh, would you be the decision maker on something like this Joe no not really okay well can you give me the name or the person or can I set up an appointment to come by and see you guys is he does this person he or she work at your office remember it's a sorting process you're trying to get through because there may be four other people standing there waiting and it may be the guy who's going to buy two million dollars worth of product from you is standing there looking inside the booth, seeing that everybody's busy and thinking, oh, I'll come back, and then they never come back. So make sure that you're speaking to everyone as often as possible. Try to not let anybody spend more than 30 seconds browsing or looking at a piece of literature or looking at your uh, video on your TV screen or looking at your product if you have it displayed without someone coming up and engaging with that person. It is absolutely critical that you take your breaks, get your energy back, stay hydrated, all those things. Remember, you're probably standing on a concrete floor with a thin piece of carpet, so wear comfortable shoes. Make sure that you are able to stand for the entire duration, usually from nine in the morning till six or seven o'clock at night. Make sure that your uh, breaks that you take you take your break go sit down somewhere get a bottle of water or a glass of tea get hydrated get back to the booth on time and relieve your next uh, relieve your partner or your colleagues so that they can take their break uh, when when it's necessary keep that high energy up if you start to feel fatigued if you start to feel like you need to sit down and you need to pull out your phone and just get a distraction leave the booth Leave the booth. You don't wanna be presenting that image to the people walking by. So you wanna make sure that you're high energy and that you've got everything that you need. The second thing that you wanna make sure that you should have done on the meeting prior to getting started was you're covering what products are we gonna have in the booth, what products or services do we carry that will not be displayed that might be on video or there may be a piece of literature And how do we sort through those folks and what do we use for a demonstration? So if you have a piece of of your product or one of your services demonstrated on a video screen, then you could bring somebody over to the video screen, push play, and the video will start to give them the presentation for you while you step away to make sure the next person uh, is you know, greeted the right way, but make sure that you come back to follow back up when that video is over. Hopefully it's no more than a couple of three minutes and you walk over to the front aisle and say, oh, hi, I'm Scott. Uh, Oh yes, Frank, glad to meet you. I'm with another customer right now, but I'll be right back with you. Uh, Just hang tight just a second. How about a glass of water? Then you're backed with your other client. It's a lot of learning how to manage the the flow of people that come into and through your trade show booth making sure that you engage with everyone and that the booth is inviting and that the people that are there are high energy and big smiles you want the people to come by and say oh that was a good-looking booth and that was a good experience you don't want people to walk by and see four or five of you sitting in 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 a corner somewhere talking to each other and You know you all have your phones out and you're all you know looking at you know sharing videos with each other or whatever as they're walking by and then you look up and you go oh yeah can I help you what do you need you know that's not the way to run the trade show booth so make sure that you're all on the same page and that you understand the product offerings that you have and what's being on display and what are the value propositions have everybody practice Their sorting technique, do a little bit of role playing, you know, stand up and say, Hi, I'm Scott, and here's what we do and why we do it. Walk through that a few times so that people are comfortable. And if they're, you know, we're all sales professionals, so we should be very comfortable in this setting. But if not, make sure that we have all of the tools and parts and pieces. Maybe you need to put a little uh... sign or a check sheet or something that at the bottom of your product so there's a little display there that helps to guide the people through it so this is a xyz and it does this and these are the things that it you know this is the reason why it's a strong value and we have, by the way, a show special going on for the rest of this month and all of the last quarter of this year. Uh, because of SPI, we're gonna be you know, selling this at X number or percentage discount or whatever. Remember, we're not trying to take the order. We're just trying to plant the seed while they're there at the trade show. Where have we gone from here? We've done all the planning. We've exec- we're have we now executing the plan. We're gleaning all of these business cards. A couple of other rules that I wanna remind you of is no one goes home with a pocket full of business cards. Those business cards have to get processed through the system the correct way. If you want your business card, if you want that business card back, because it's somebody that you had talked to and you've made some notes, and you want that business card back, then there should be a process within the marketing team that says, Scott talked to this customer, he wants this business card back. Once it gets through the process of digitizing it, scanning it, entering it into CRM, whatever it is, then it gets packaged up, and if you're in the headquarters, it gets brought to your desk, and if if you're not in the headquarters, it gets sent back out to you, and that way you have all and it has, the reason why this is important is it has to be done and the salesperson has to believe and understand and trust that the marketing department will do what they say and they'll get it back to them on a very timely basis. Hopefully, the day after they get back from the trade show, they'll be it'll be waiting for them on the doorstep. If you have the right process in place, you could probably give the first two days of The trade show, you could give them their business cards back on the last day because you'll have all that information already in the system and and already started the drip marketing and the follow up marketing campaign which we're going to talk about in the next episode. Why do I say all of that? Just to say this. The rules are important. We need to make sure that we're following the rules because it gives a better experience for the prospect. This isn't about you, the sales professional. This isn't about you, the marketing professional. This is about the prospect or the customer that is already a customer or a client and we're moving them through a customer experience. The last thing you wanna do is start imposing things onto a client. So here's what happened as a real-world example I will give you. S- the uh, marketing department said, we're not going to take any business cards home with us at, in our you know, suit coat pockets. We're not going to be collecting those business cards. We're going to put them through the process. So what was happening, the salespeople were then going, Hey, Joe, do you have a business card? Oh, sure. Can I get two of those, you know? And then you were asking the customer for two of their business cards. And then if they only had a few left, they're going, well, I really only have a few left. And, uh, can I? Can you just take a picture? You know, you know, there's just all kinds of other alternatives. But what was happening is we're putting the customer in a, un, un you know, a precarious situation, an uncomfortable situation, because we are not following the rules and being prepared. There was some level of trust issue that said, if I collect this business card, I make notes on it, then I can't put it into the system. I have to put it into my pocket so that I would get it back. I suggest that you work out your own personal system on that. Maybe you take a picture of the business card with your notes. If you have a lead generation form that you're going to staple the business card to, and that lead generation form is going to get scanned and processed, maybe before you put it in the box, you take a picture of it so that you have it, so you can start your follow-up immediately. If that's... If you want to do something like that to make more work for yourself, that's fine, but it's imperative that the marketing department do what they say they will do and follow up and follow through like they say that they will this is an imperative piece of this we as sales professionals are going to do what we're asked to do and you as marketing professionals need to do exactly what you need to do also so that we can feel comfortable that those leads are going to get to us that the people that we talk to are going to actually turn into prospects and customers because that's why we're here salesmen are salespeople saleswomen salesmen we are sometimes overly possessive of that data and of that, of that contact and of that customer and of that client. We have to get out of that mentality of prospecting and selling from fear. We need to be collegiate. We need to be able to hand anybody our customer list and say, here's all my customers, call them any of of them you want. I don't care because I have a good relationship with them. And if you outsell me, then shame on me, not shame on you. If you are providing better customer service, if you're providing better value than I am, then that's my problem, not yours. So we have to get out of that mindset. We have to get back in the mindset that we're gonna take care of our clients. We're gonna do the things that are necessary and we're gonna work within our system. If you don't like the system the way it is, write it up as a report, send it around to the right executives, and get involved. Change the system. Escalate it to the head of marketing. Escalate it to the head of sales. Escalate it to the COO or the CEO if necessary. Bring it up. Have facts and data to back up your your feelings and your emotions and keep it in a, a positive report that says things like, I think we could do 50% more business, or I think we should have. We could do this and that, or I believe that we're putting too much of an onus on the customer for this or that. If you write that up and send it to the right executives, I promise you, you will get their attention. They want to provide better customer service. They want increased sales. You are the front line pointy end of the spear touching the customer. You are the information conduit. Make sure that if you have a emotion around this or you have feelings or if you are seeing things that are systemically broken, make sure you're pointing it out. It, and then use whatever data you have to to back it up and say maybe next year we try this. Because we just, let's try it and see how it works. Here's what the data has shown in past experiences. Here's a case study I I read from the Harvard Business Review. Here's, you know, whatever that happens to be. Here's the latest and greatest trend. Everybody has an, uh, has an opportunity to grow, even your CEO, even your head of marketing, even your head of sales. And if they're not willing to take that information and actually do something because you're valuable to this, to this organization, and if they're not willing to see that value and bring that information, then I would consider you need to be thinking about finding an organization that does value who you are and what you do. Now, I'm not telling you to go quit your job, Now, come on. Let's be real here. I'm telling you is that we all have to change and we all have to evolve. When I first started in my sales career, we didn't have fax machines. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have email, for God's sakes. We didn't even have computers. We did it on four-part carbon paper uh, forms that you tore the carbon paper out of the middle of and you took the pink copy and sent it over to production and you took the canary copy and sent it to accounting and you took the white copy and gave it to the customer i mean that's literally what we did so you can't tell me that we're not creatures of evolution because we've learned to sell in an environment where you know we used to have to drop a dime in a pay phone to actually make a phone call when we we're out on the road or wait till we got to the hotel room and even then we couldn't make long distance calls sometimes because they were too expensive so you've got to remember that if you don't remember those days, I suggest you Google them and look it up. <laughs> we have, we are creatures of evolution in the sales and marketing teams. Things change. They continue to change. Who, Who would have thought that social media would have been such a big part of what we're doing? Who would have thought that your social media profile could determine whether or not you actually get the job or keep the job? Because the whole world now has a Has a uh, video recorder in their uh, their pocket and an audio recorder, and information is traveling at the speed of light now instead of the speed of Pony Express. (laughs) Well, I have digressed. Anyway, thank you for letting me uh, run down the bunny trail and jump up on my soapbox. Follow the rules, do the things that are necessary, and I promise you, your trade show will be stellarly successful. Work within the system that you have. Try not to buck the system too hard because the re, you've got to remember you're one cog in a giant wheel and that in a giant machine, and that machine has to generate profit in order for all of us to pay uh, our bills and do the things that are necessary. I say this all the time a sales a good salesperson a person generating revenue for its for its organization needs to support at least 5 people within the organization plus themselves that's a 6 person that means anybody that's not generating revenue engineering maybe on one side marketing that doesn't have a direct you know, correlation to uh, it's not like you get a purchase order and you actually get revenue, although marketing is very important. Engineering is very important. Administrative support, office management, all of those things, logistics, all of those parts and pieces don't have a direct you know, revenue generation uh, role, but they have to be paid. Those people still get a paycheck, those people, and it all comes out of the margin of the things that we sell as the sales professional. Please don't take that as an ego boost and that you are your job is any more important than theirs because that's not true. All I'm saying to you is, is that as a revenue generation role, you have to remember that the stuff you bring in as far as margin and money is goes to pay a lot more people than just you. But first and foremost, you got to cover your own expenses and your own salary and then you start covering other people. So just remember that. So here we are, Sales with Sully, wrapping up for another week. We have just finished a fantastic trade show. We followed the rules, and now we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that we have to follow up with. So guess what? Next week, we're going to be talking about the follow-up. What do I do now? I just finished a four day trade show. I am worn out. It's the last day of the week. I'm getting on an airplane to head home. What do I do for my follow up? Stay with me for the last episode of the March to Anaheim, March to SPI as we talk about what do I do now (laughs) <laughs> when, I, when, the, when the show is over the lights are out and now we have to do the follow up thanks for listening thanks for tuning in I'll talk to you guys soon this is Scott Sullivan Sales with Sully here you've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com we take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully hashtag INR and like us on Facebook On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.